Alyssa, facing fears is always a good idea. Well, as it depends well, on, to some it, extent. It depends on how you're facing them. To some extent, yes. Facing them in like a safe, controlled environment. Yeah. I feel like it's a good idea. I once think so. In a while. I think it's healthy. I faced the same fear a couple different times this last week and a half. Yes, I was there for one of yeah. them. Went on a little road trip. And by little, I mean me and my friend drove from Michigan to California. And back. <laughs> and back in a span of like eight days. So not that little. Um, decided to go to a bunch of like national parks. And, you know, turns out national parks have a lot of heights. Especially out west. They sure do. Yeah. Which didn't really think about, but it's okay. On the way there, we went to Bryce Canyon, which is a giant canyon. I was fine. I was like, I'm going to look out in the distance. I'm not going to look down. I'm not going to get too close to the railings. I'll kind of stand in the middle. And I was fine. There was one moment where there was a part without like a railing. And both of us were like, no, we're not walking that way. Because she she's fine with heights. But mm-hmm. she's like, I don't like un, um, like unrailed areas. Yeah. That's, like you. That's kind you of where like, I'm at yeah. with heights. Like I, heights don't bother me unless I am like not restrained mm-hmm. or um like uh, close to a cliff with no railing because right. i get really nervous uh as i am a very clumsy individual yes. i trip and fall a lot i have a fear of tripping and falling off of a cliff to my death so i understand yes um yeah so that's fine we went to zion too and that was fine because most of it you just drive down into it mm-hmm. so the height thing didn't really bother me uh then we went to santa monica and we met up with Alyssa. yes I was there. I went to a concert. I flew, so I did not drive across the country. Yes. Did a really short trip. Uh, But yes, we did meet at Santa Monica Pier, and I saw you from a mile away. Yes. Alyssa spotted me and took a video. I sure did. Um, She knew what color shirt I would be wearing, and she was right. No, I just saw you, and I'm like, that looks like something Hannah has, and it looks like your general physique of how I know you look like. And so then as you got closer, I was like, yep, that's her. Glad I keep it the same. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and we were there and we're like, well, I wasn't like, but a couple people were like, let's go on a Ferris wheel. And I was like, you know what? I'm facing fears. I'll pay $10 to want to shit my pants. (laughs) So we went. Yeah. And I was totally fine. We were going up and I was like, this isn't bad. As soon as we got to the top and stopped, I was like, nope. (laughs) Yeah, you were were feeling it. Giving me flashbacks to the St. Louis Arch. Of course. Not as bad. But yeah, so I just kept my head down when we get up to the top. I love that um, I sent a picture of us. We took a picture on the Ferris wheel. I sent it to my mom. Um, our mom likes to like roast us sometimes, like subtly roast you. Yeah. Um, so I just told her that Hannah agreed to go on a Ferris wheel with me. And her response was, oh, no, hope it went better than your last ride, LOL. <laughs> oh, my God. JT is yeah. something. Just saw her roasting me. Anyways, I got through it. You know, a little bit scared. But that's life. I was like, that's the worst of it. On our way home, we're like, well, we have to go to the Grand Canyon. Because, yeah. you know. You gotta. You gotta see it once. I was not okay. I don't know what the difference was with the Grand Canyon and Bryce Canyon. But we got there. And we were walking down and my knees began to shake and I was like, this is not good. And I told my friend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stand a little bit back because I'm feeling yeah. a little bit like dizzy. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay. She's like, I'm going to go out to like the little 
walkout area, like just to take some pictures. Let me know if you need anything. I was like, oh yeah, go ahead and enjoy. I was like, take some pictures and videos for me. So I'm like standing there and I'm like, maybe if I like, I was standing next to a tree. So I was like, maybe if I hold this tree and then I do like a turn and look, I'll be okay. (laughs) A a turn and look? Yeah. Like a really fast turn that will make you dizzy? No, no, no. So I had like, I was like, you know, getting my, getting myself stable. And then I kind of like looked around and like looked out. I tried to do it like 10 times. And every time I did it, I was like, began to like tremble. So I was like, okay. And these people are walking by just watching me, like, holding the tree shaking. <laughs> it was funny because I didn't realize I kept walking further and further back because when my friend came back, she was like, I couldn't find you at first because you weren't at the spot where I left you. Oh you had God. walked back. Like, I didn't realize I was, yeah. like, walking further and further back. But, yeah. So, uh, Grand Canyon, if I ever went back, I don't know that I would, like, I saw it, so I don't know if I would, like, get out there again. Okay. That's fair. But. Yeah, but you did it. You made it. I did. And that's, you know, the beauty of it was that I got to see things while also conquering some fears. Yeah. It's a real lesson to be learned. Yeah, you know, I kind of felt like that uh, a little bit when um, I went to the Cliffs of Moor, which are the Cliffs of Insanity from the Princess Bride. There are parts of it that are just like, here's the cliff. Here's this little tiny path people have made that there's signs on that are like, this path is dangerous don't go on it and there's certainly people who walk on it and uh, me and my friend Audrey who's a guest of the podcast Mm -hmm. and all of my travel stories are usually with her um we were like nah we're not gonna go on this like dangerous pathway because like people die there like nope I'm good I'm good on this like railed pathway that's near the cliff but like you know a good 10 feet away so I don't have to fear for my life Yeah, so face your fears, but do it in a safe, controlled environment. Hannah, do you know what time it almost is in a month? It's Christmas time. Christmas! Woo! We have officially crossed the threshold of time where it's now okay to celebrate Christmas as we have passed Thanksgiving. There's debate on when that's appropriate. There's debate, but I, for me personally, once we pass Thanksgiving, as it is its own individual holiday, I can then start celebrating Christmas and winter and the holiday season. We're recording this at the end of November, but it's Christmas-themed episode, so Christmas! Woo! Woo! This is Research Rank Repeat. Probably should say that. I was just about to say that, yes. I am co-host Hannah. And I am your other co-host, Alyssa. And we are back. We're back. Back again. You, You thought you could get rid of us, you know? You thought we were going to take another couple months off. You were wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> and we're here. And we're actually doing a, I guess you could call it like a, a mini-sode in a way. It's a double dip. But mini-sode. it's a double dip. Yeah. We are double dipping today. This is our first, a first double dip. podcast. Yeah. So in the past, 2021, we released a Lindsay Lohan ranking. 
where we looked at, I believe it was 11. I think 11. It was 11 movies. Yes. And we ranked 11 of her film repertoire. And we also did a Christmas movie ranking. We did technically we did two. We did a Hallmark randomized Christmas movie ranking and we did just five Christmas movies in general. And we're ignoring the Hallmark. Hallmark can go die. I love a good Hallmark movie, but we're sticking with the real Christmas movies because today, Hannah, what are we doing? We are doing Lindsay Lohan's new movie, Falling for Christmas. Yes. And we thought, well, it's Christmas season. We love Lindsay Lohan. We sure do. We wanted to see this movie. I remember when this movie was announced, like it was announced in May of 2021. Yeah. Probably around the time we did the episode. Yeah. And I remember when it was announced, I think we were looking up stuff on Lindsay Lohan and I saw on her IMDb, it said like to be filmed or whatever. A Christmas movie. Yeah. It wasn't named at that point, but I was like, I love a Christmas movie. Um, We weren't even planning on double dipping, but we're like, well, we might as well. Why not? Might as well add it. Yeah, we could do whatever we want. Why not double yeah. dip? We both watched it. We're going to discuss it, and then we're going to add it into both of our rankings. Yeah. So I have some background. Great. A little bit of background. All right. So Falling for Christmas, uh, released obviously this year, 2022, and released exclusively on Netflix. It was a Netflix film. It's an hour and 33 minutes. It had a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. A 58% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 39% on Metacritic. It was directed by Janine Damien, and it was her debut directorial. Why is this so hard to say? <laughs> directorial debut. That is not the first time you've said no. that. You've flubbed on that. I'm pretty sure one of us said like dictate dictatorial debut. One I time. believe you said that. Probably me. Yes. It's hard to say. It is a hard. It's a hard to do. Yeah. Anyways, like I said, it was announced in May of 2021, and they filmed this movie in Utah in November of 2021. So Lindsay Lohan, her sister, and Cord Overstreet, who plays Jake, uh, recorded songs for this, which were featured on the soundtrack album. They sure did. Yes. And um, while I'm talking about that, um, they purposely had Lindsay Lohan record a version of Jingle Bell Rock. Yes. To a nod to Mean Girls. J- just curious, because I was trying to look something up at IMBD- IMDb. <laughs> um, and just something, because I wanted to see if he sang a song. Because I was like, it sounds like him. And I knew he was on Glee. Yep. So I was like, I feel like he would have done a song. But I saw that um, in scrolling through that she was actually the one who suggested she sing a little bit of it in mm-hmm. the movie. Um, yes. there's just a scene where they play Jingle Rock and she sings a little bit and she's like, she was the one who suggested that. And then they were like, Hey, also, can we have you record a whole yeah. version for the movie? Yeah. Um, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. I noticed that cause I read an interview she did and actually I'll mention it because I wrote something down, mm-hmm. um, where Lindsay Lohan talked kind of about the film process and she mm-hmm. said that she improvised a lot of her scenes and helped out with the costume choices for her character. I kind of was wondering if she had yeah. had some input cause there are some fun, there yeah. are some fun costumes in there. I know. Yeah. Um, and she also was credited as an executive producer on the film. So she said she had a lot of input into the scene, into the casting, everything like that. So you could tell she was definitely, like, involved mm-hmm. in it, which I think was a good thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, like Alyssa said, Cordover Street was on Glee. He played Sam, for those of you who watched Glee. 
like me. I watched a little bit, but I don't think he was on the show. No, he came on. in later. He okay. came in later. Anyways, um, so yeah, I thought that was fun that her sister recorded some songs as well. And the movie was released on Netflix uh, with mixed to negative reviews. A lot of them saying that the story was like predictable and cliche, but a lot of praise for Lindsay Lohan and kind of her confidence and command she has when she's on the screen. Mm -hmm. So uh, Rotten Tomatoes actually has already ranked it as the 93rd best Christmas movie of all time on their website. Mm. I think theirs go based off the Rotten Tomatoes scores and everything like that. It was like a 50%? 60 on Rotten Tomatoes? It was a 58% 58. on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know. Um, And a lot of lists had it on their best Christmas movie of the year. A lot of lists included in their year. Um, It was really big for Netflix. Uh, It had one of the best opening weekends for a Netflix original movie in 2022. And I saw something about, like, globally, it was, like, one of the best releases of the year, which makes sense. I saw when I went to watch it that it was in the Netflix top 10. Like, they have a little label if it's in, like, their top 10 most popular. So I was like, oh, good. It must be getting getting good views. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was mostly it. I couldn't find a ton on it. Um, the other thing I saw was that the producer of this movie, his wife is the director. Okay. So they kind of work together, husband and wife. Yeah. Um, but like yeah. That's, that's pretty common in the That film is common, industry. I feel like, in yeah. the industry. But yeah, that is what I have. Alyssa does have a summary for us. I did write a summary. Let's get into it. In her return to film after several years... Lindsay Lohan stars in her first Christmas movie with one of the stars from Glee. After comically falling down a mountain and getting amnesia, she'll be taken in by a small town ski inn owner who is a lackluster widowed Dilf and tries to find herself again through the spirit of Christmas. She has had at least three love interests named Jake. And that's not the only similarity to her past movies, as she'll sing Jingle Bell Rock, fail at trying to do cleaning chores, and eat a stranger's bacon. I'm like a coyote. Oh God, I'm like a coyote. <laughs> there were so many, like, nods to, like, Just My Luck, yes. to, like, all of her old movies. You'll hear this, uh, Hannah and I did reactions to the trailer where we recorded a little just, like, thoughts, and I, one of the things I said is I'm getting a lot of Just My Luck vibes from this, and I felt that way as I watched it as well, that, like, there were a lot of similarities, including the name Jake. She has had at least three love interests named Jake. Jake yeah. from Freaky Friday, Jake from Just My Luck, and Jake from this movie. And I, there might be more, but those are the three I could think of. Yeah. It was also some Freaky Friday vibes, too. There was a little first, bit. When she first, like, woke up. Yeah. And, of course, the Jingle Bell Rock nod to Mean right. Girls. Right. This this is the first movie of hers we've seen since Among the Shadows. Yes. And I will say, my God, what a difference. What, that, that was one of my first thoughts, too, that I was like, the last movie she appeared in was that, and oh, that, my God. Also, that movie did her no justice. Sure didn't. The, the first thing that I noted within, like, five minutes was, like, I've missed her acting. I and like too. Especially her in, like, humor and, like, rom- like, this kind of role. I really missed it, and... It didn't matter to me how bad the movie was going to be. I just enjoyed watching her. I don't, she just has like this really, and again, this might be us because we're biased and we grew up right. like loving Lindsay Lohan as children, but she just has like a good screen presence. Like she's able to make this like rich, shitty, spoiled child 
you know, of this billionaire, millionaire hotel owner and make her, like, relatable and make Mm -hmm. her feel, like, not... Like, I didn't hate her character. Like, I really liked her character. And I'm glad that she um, is able to be back in doing what Because yeah. clearly she has a talent for it and wants to be doing it if she's, you know, back acting. And I know she's had some, some struggles and some difficulties over the years, um, which, I mean, children in entertainment industry uh, have a really rough life a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, did not get to skip out on that. Right. But I'm I'm happy to see her back. I'm happy yeah. to see her doing movies again. This is a serviceable Christmas movie. I don't think it's the best Christmas movie I've ever seen. I don't think it's terrible. We've seen mm-hmm. some terrible Christmas Hallmark movies. <laughs> We've seen movies. a lot worse. <laughs> um, and I think this is a perfectly serviceable movie. Sure, the plot is super predictable. We've seen this so many times. As I said in my intro, we watched that one Hallmark movie where there's that um, the dad and his daughter... Um, that's widowed and he owns like the small town inn and this famous actress comes to um, film a movie in the town. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was, I got a lot of those vibes from this kind of setup. But I thought there were some interesting things with it. Um, I liked that her fiance is just hanging out with this fisherman named Ralph. And I was getting weird, like, um, vibes. Like Ralph winked at him at one point. And I was like, are we getting like a little, little love interest set up between them? Um, and then they swerved us at the end, you know, and they didn't end up together. And I was like, this is the travesty. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the part where he was like, what are you doing later tonight? I like gasped for a second because I was like, they're not going to do it. And then they did it. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. I think the story is very predictable. I think that I knew pretty much everything that was going to happen. I could see it coming. I wrote down a lot of things before it happened. And I was like, this is what's going to happen. Um, the CGI... <laughs> my a little bit one of my first comments the limo green screen her um tad tad, tad. tad he's in a limo talking to her on the phone and i'm like this is a this is some green screen right here like it's some bad green screen yeah which comes with the territory i guess um yeah. and you know i i think for sure i was like this is what's gonna happen but i think her being so like charismatic and her like owning the screen and mm-hmm. the supporting cast was all pretty good. Yeah, I liked the grandma. I yeah, really the grandma liked her. was good. The daughter, sometimes kid actors like aren't that great. And I thought um, her love interest Cord Overstreet. I thought he was like decent enough. Yeah, he was to, fine. He could keep up with her. I don't know. I just don't really. He's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that he's like the best person ever, but he could keep up and whatever. But yeah, I think also seeing some like flashbacks to her old movies was really cool because i would get like excited the part with the bacon i was like if she says i'm like a coyote i know they also did some throwbacks to some other christmas movies as well Mm -hmm. like they had a real it's a wonderful life moment at the end where all the people are like here i i need to owe you this for you know you helping me in the past like there's kind of like a little vibe yeah, um, there was a lot of, like, physical comedy, which mm-hmm. um, Lindsay Lohan said she was excited to do because she hadn't got to do physical comedy in a while. Yeah. Um, so that was cool to see. Um, you know what's one thing that always bothers me? I am always so bothered by people in winter weather being bundled from head to toe in a coat and a scarf and boots, but they're not wearing gloves and they're not wearing hats. And I'm like... As Hannah and I both grew up in the Midwest, an area that we get a lot of snow and cold, 
If you're not wearing gloves and a hat when it's like below 30, like those are the areas of your body that get the most cold. Like that will freeze you the quickest. And like seeing people sitting on a carriage, not wearing gloves, you know, and I'm like, what are you doing? It bothers me a lot. Um, It's just a small nitpick. But however, half the time the characters were wearing gloves and a hat. And I was like, but can we just be consistent? You know, you yeah. get the like the extras and like the side characters not wearing their gloves, not wearing their hat. But then you get Lindsay Lohan in this extravagant pink ski outfit wearing gloves and a hat. Like, and I'm like, excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Which, by the way, loved that outfit. That was like, ugh. that was like Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen level of, of an outfit. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was heartwarming. It's kind of everything that I enjoy in a Christmas movie. I think it was like, Felt a little bit like a Hallmarky movie, but maybe like a step above because yeah. of like Lindsay Lohan, maybe. Right. I thought like to the dad, mm-hmm. he's he was pretty good. He's been I looked him up. He's been in a lot of different like soap operas and like shows over the years. So obviously he's you know seasoned actor. Yeah. I they did a little um, blooper reel, like a gag reel at the end, and honestly, I really like those in movies. I like when there's like something in the credits, and I feel like that used to be a lot more common, and they used to do that a lot more. Um, and I always enjoy seeing that because I like to see people having a good time while filming that, like you know, they can enjoy themselves, and it just like I don't know, it makes it feel more real in a way. Yeah. They used to do that a lot more, and then they started, like, they would only release them with, like, DVDs, so you'd have to wait till they came out on YouTube. Like, more recently, you'd have to wait till they came out on YouTube, or you'd have to get the DVD. But yeah, I think overall, I was happy with the movie. Yeah. I thought it, you know, I thought it was fine. I think, um, I was not disappointed. I think I got what I was expecting, um, and I really, I was happy to see Lindsay Lohan back, so. Yeah. It was nice. Um, so we, did you have a favorite character in this movie? Yeah. I went with Sierra. I went with Lindsay Lohan's character, Sierra. I thought that she was really well done. Um, I think a lot of it was because of Lindsay Lohan's um, presence. You know, her mom had died when she was young, and you could kind of, like, even though she's in this position, she still seems very, like, personable, Um, especially when she has amnesia, and she's like, I don't think I know how to make a bed, Um, because, you know, she's probably never had to, and um, learning to cook and learning to, trying to figure out who she is. I think it's, I think she did a good job with it, so I really liked her character. Yeah, I also did Sierra, one, because it's Lindsay Lohan, two, just because, like, what you said, like, she, she found a way to make, like, a spoiled, like, brat character be relatable, be funny, and someone that you, like, root for, ultimately. Yeah. Um, and I loved her interactions with all the other characters. I thought they did, like, a lot of interactions, like, with the, her and the grandma and her and the daughter and, and everyone. I thought they did those really well. Yeah. I don't know if I had, like, a favorite line or... <laughs> I had a, a favorite line. It was kind of near the beginning. Um, it's right at the very beginning of the movie when um, Jake accidentally runs into Sierra and spills, like, hot cocoa on her. And Tad, her fiance, he says, this local yokel just body slammed my girlfriend. (laughs) And I don't know, that just got a laugh out of me about how like, it's like such a cheesy line, but it worked for me. Yeah, I didn't really necessarily have a favorite line they wrote down. I did because we did this with Lindsay Lohan. I did have a favorite Lohan moment. I did that as well, yeah. So I had two that I was picking between, but I ended up going with where she walks out of the elevator wearing that red dress. For some reason, that scene, like, captured me. And I was like, Lindsay Lohan is back. This is her return. Is her coming out of this elevator. I also did love the Jingle Bell Rock in the car, too. I really liked her 
um, singing Jingle Bell Rock in the the limo. And I also like, I, maybe because it's just because of the nostalgia for just my like, just my look, but I really liked her like failing at chores, like the physical comedy bits, trying to make a bed and fitted sheets are the worst. And she's just like, does not understand how to get it on the bed and like, you know, overflowing the laundry machine with soap. And um, I thought that was fun. I'm gonna say the part where she overflowed the washing machine was like just like just my luck as yeah. well. So I was like another, yeah. Um. So when we did our Christmas movies, we did the best song use. Did you do something with that for this movie? So my um best song use, since I didn't use it for Lohan moment, was mm-hmm. gonna be like her singing Jingle Bell Rock in the car. Okay. Yeah. I double dipped a little bit and I also put the best song use is her singing Jingle Bell okay. Rock in the car because I thought it was just like it was fun you know I like I like the nod to with Mean Girls you know and that being an iconic scene from that movie yeah do we is that all I think that's it I think okay. we uh we go in for our rankings now okay so let's do let's do Lohan first okay we'll do Lohan rankings so um I put it at number eight Okay. So for me, Prairie Home Companion would be number seven, mm-hmm. um, and Georgia Rule would get moved to number nine. Okay. The reason I put it between those two was because Prairie Home Companion I remember really liking because of the cast. They had a, like a superstar cast, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And Georgia Rule, I was kind of like a little bit iffy on. I wasn't really sure, but I think overall I enjoyed this movie a little bit more than Georgia Rule. It was just more enjoyable for mm-hmm. me overall, so that's why I kind of put it there. And so for my ranking, I ranked it as number 10, which would be between Just My Luck would be number 9, and then Labor Pains would be number 11. So the reason it's here is because in looking at my list, I love Just My Luck. I think I maybe have ranked it a little too low. I think so. To be honest. And because of that, in watching this movie, I didn't like it more than just my look so therefore i was like okay well it's not worse than labor pains i thought labor pains was like a serviceable movie but i enjoyed this more than that but i couldn't put it above just my look and probably if i had ranked just my look higher maybe this would be like a spot or two higher but um number 10 seemed right with how i had my rankings yeah i feel similar for christmas because i looked at my christmas rankings and i was like I don't love what I did with the Christmas rankings, but anyways. Yeah. For now, I would put it at five. So number four would be Muppets Christmas Carol, and number six would be the animated Grinch. I'm sorry to all the animated Grinch lovers. I know Alyssa's looking at me. Ooh, you're gonna. Abby's gonna have some. Abby's words gonna be mad, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. As soon as I did that, I said Abby's not gonna like this, but that's okay. <laughs> People don't always like what I do, and I'll stick by. I don't really love animated Grinch. I'm a. I'm an animated Grinch. You're a Grinch. I'm an animated Grinch. Yeah. So. I bite my thumb at you towards that one. I shouldn't have put, well, no, I'm going to leave it. (laughs) Okay. Um, And so for my Christmas rankings, I put this as number six. After that, I had The Happiest Season, uh, the movie with Kristen Stewart, ranked fifth on my list. And I looked at my list of five Christmas movies, and I couldn't justify it putting it higher than any of them. Um, I thought our list of five that we had done was a really solid list. We picked five solid Christmas movies, and honestly, we're going to have probably another solid three coming in when we do um, our Christmas ranking 
yeah, so I, I liked this movie as a Christmas movie. I don't think it's an amazing movie, um, which is why it's six, because based on all the five that we did, I like this less than those. Um, so that's why I went there. That's fair. I can't believe you put this over the animated Grinch. That's Anime a- Grinch, there's no, there's no character development. Oh, Hannah. That's what gets me. I love character development, and this movie had character his development. Heart grows three si- his heart grows three sizes, Hannah. Yeah, but you don't know why he's the way he is. We know why Lindsay Lohan is a snob, <laughs> and we know why she grew into a great person. But oh, I won't make apologies. I don't like the animated Grinch. It's fine. You heard it here first. Hannah's Hannah a, hates- Hannah's a scrinch, right? Was that what it was, a scrinch? Sure. That was from one of the Christmas movies. Called someone a scrinch. scrinch. I'm yeah. the biggest scrinch you've ever seen, and I'm proud of it. And I make for no shame. apologies. For shame. Abby, I make no apologies <laughs> for this pick. It's fine. I don't care. Just have the haters coming at us, Hannah. I, I'm, I'll stand by it. Including myself. I disagree with you. I just want okay. to point out to everyone out there that I disagree. I think the animated Grinch was either second or third on my Christmas list. I respect it. That's okay. I don't think I I did the Christmas Vacation movie dirty. I should have put that higher. Yeah, you put it fourth, Hannah. I know. What no, were I put you it, thinking? I put it third. Oh, you put it third. Well, either way, yeah. what were you thinking? I don't know. I don't know oh, why I did that. You did it dirty. Anyways, that I will stand. I will, I will say I made a mistake with that. I do not make think I made a mistake with Grinch. Now, here's a question, Hannah, because I, I have the kind of a similar thinking with just my luck. With these ongoing lists that we do, do you think we should keep it concrete, like keep our list as is? Or do you think we should have the option to shift things other, like movies we've already ranked around if we wanted to? I think we should have the option to move things around because one, I think it's really hard in the moment when you just freshly watched all those movies to like have, like make a good decision, especially when you're watching new movies. Right. And I think honestly, opinions and stuff are going to change and it's like you might change your mind. So I think I would be... One to say, Open. like, if we want to make updates, like, the next time we do our Christmas list, and if there's movies, we can do an update during that when we're ranking, okay. you know? Yeah. Like, when I looked at this Lindsay Lohan list, I was like, I have just my luck as ninth. I was like, that yeah. seems kind of low for myself. When I was, um, I listened last night to pull the rankings. When I heard that, I was like, did she really? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I know surprised. I looked at that and I was like, oh no, yeah. that's not good. I don't well, like that. You, you mentioned the fact that like, you don't think it's the best movie, but you, you don't want to be like blinded by nostalgia. And yeah. I was like, I was totally blinded by nostalgia. <laughs> and I, I put it like third. Considering how many throwbacks I found to this movie. Um, yeah. and how often we reference Just My Luck. Um, we've referenced it in several episodes. Like, we yeah. said, you know, your moon is in Uranus. We referenced yep. in our zodiac signs. Like, you know, if Lindsay Lohan continues to make more movies, which I hope she does, because she I, has, I should say, oh. because we're, um, we right, keep updated. Is, right. Uh, I was on her IMDb, and there's a movie coming out in 2023 called, like, The Irish Wish or An oh, Irish Wish. It's like okay. she's in love with her. The guy that's getting married, but she travels, okay. whatever. It's like some drama. It's supposed to come out in 2023, so if it does come out, we will watch it. We sure will, because yeah. as we've said, especially with our Fast and the Furious ranking, we are bound to yeah. any movie that comes out, uh, we have to update. So Yeah. Anyways, um, we do have at least one more episode for this year. Yes. Potentially two. Yeah. But, but at least one more. Yeah. Um, so that will be coming out. 
some more Christmas stuff. And we will be doing um, another year in review um, like we did last year. I think that came out in early January. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, those are fun because I feel like it's, you know, time to reflect the beginning of a new year. Um, And it was a little bit of a weird year comparatively to our first year, but it should be fun. So yeah. It'll be interesting to see how we pick episodes because there's not as many. Right, yeah. That'll be interesting. We're more limited, but it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. But yeah, um, we have our email, r3podcast at gmail.com. There's Instagram, there's Twitter. You want to tell us if you watched, yeah, for now. If you want to tell us, um, if you watch Falling for Christmas and you have any thoughts on it, let us know. Yeah, we've already picked our Christmas movies for this year, but if you have any suggestions for Christmas movies, we should add to our list or Lohan movies that we didn't talk about, feel free to let us know. We did skip a few in there. I was going to say, we didn't watch all the Lohan movies, so if there's any movies that you want us, if you're a big Herbie Fully Loaded fan and you really want Which us to watch Hannah that. Which Hannah and I did see that in theaters. Yeah. Maybe we should add that at some point. Yeah, so if there's any yeah, there's any Lohan movies you want us to add that we didn't do, yeah. uh, feel free to let us know and we can uh, look into it. And we will be back. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat. Do you think that light's too bright behind me? Should I turn it down a little bit? Eh, I think it's fine. Just makes me look pasty. It's fine. It's winter time. That's true. I'd be surprised if you weren't pasty. Plus I'm pasty anyway. I was going to say you already are.